Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Fearful, the podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the world of mysteries, paranormal phenomena, and all things terrifying. We will explore eerie tales of haunted places, unsolved crime, inexplicable events, and supernatural encounters. So embrace the fear and unravel the mysteries that lie beyond. My name is Jacko, and this is Fearful. War is hell. Millions of people have fallen in the line of combat, fighting for their country, for their rights, or even their tribes. One may think that the human species would have evolved past such primitive events. However, still in the 21st century, war seems to be an avid part in human existence despite the incredible pain and suffering it causes. Events of war ring out in warning from Earth's history, yet it seems no one is listening. There are memories, there are museums and films that portray how terrifying war can be, but it's almost as if some individuals want you to forget what war was like pulling the thick coat of wool over your eyes so they can advance forward and hurt others for their own gain without giving it a second thought i digress though we are not here to talk about the wars of today instead we are here to take a look back in time on a moment within one of the greatest wars in the world's history in the dark terrors of World War 1 and amidst the shadows of Auschwitz fortress in northeastern Poland a very chilling tale unfolded it was august 6th 1915 a day etched in history when the air itself turned toxic as german soldiers unleashed a deadly gas upon the unsuspecting russian and polish men Their lungs burned, throats choked, and lives snuffed out. Such a grim fate that befell so many. Yet, within this disturbing onslaught, a band of courageous souls defied death itself 
These resilient fighters not only survived the initial onslaught, but stood their ground against insurmountable odds. Imagine, for one moment, the astonishment of the advancing German troops as they approached the tower they had just filled with toxic fumes. They marched upon a quiet and desolate wasteland, expecting to easily conquer their weakened and deceased enemy only to be greeted by an extremely ghastly sight. Before them stood soldiers, their bodies disfigured, bleeding as looking as though they came back straight from the dead, yet their eyes burned with an unearthly determination. This is the tale of the attack of the dead men. It is a tale of transcending reality, birthing legends of Russian soldiers who seem to rise from the grave to exact vengeance upon their foes. You see, war is a place of absolute terror. It is where true evil shines through the face of humanity. Cold-blooded killings were not the only occurrence, but history's pages are stained with the blood of those who were tortured for days on end, as commanders and scientists concocted more and more ways to ensure victory and, of course, suffering. In World War I, the Germans decided they would release a particularly potent mixture of bromine and chlorine gases onto the battlefield. While bromine gas alone serves as a respiratory irritant, its synergy with the chlorine gas produces a potent and lethal blend. Together, they form a menacing chemical cocktail capable of wreaking havoc upon the human body, particularly in the respiratory system. Because once it makes contact with the moisture in one of your lungs, it turns into the form of hydrochloric acid. That acid then begins to eat away at the tissue and the cells in your body, effectively melting a person from the inside out. The eyes are another significant part of the body to be affected as the gas burns and deteriorates the eyes and leaving the victim permanently blinded as the eyes almost seemingly melt from the skull. With the inability to see and breathe, one is left to choke, coughing up blood and bits of their own organs while they die a painful death in only as little as one minute. With this weapon, the Germans knew they held a deadly advantage over their adversaries. The Russian and the Polish soldiers were not equipped with gas masks to fend off such toxins, leaving them very vulnerable. In the cold pre-dawn hours, the lethal gas was unleashed, a silent harbinger of death. As the clock struck 4 a.m., its insidious musk snaked across the battlefield, weaving between each soldier, making its way into their body. 
The brave men that were caught in the crosshairs of a chemical storm at best possessed rudimentary cloth masks, which proved tragically insufficient in the face of this new and terrifying weapon. As the ominous cloud of gas was released, it billowed across the battlefield, and panic swept through the ranks. Desperation fueled their creativity as they sought any means of escape from the lethal fumes. Initially, they grasped at water-soaked cloths, a desperate imitation of tactics employed by other allied forces in the face of surprised gas attacks. But their situation was dire. Besieged for so long, water was a rare and precious commodity. So, some soldiers resorted to a desperate solution. They soaked their undershirts with their own urine and fashioned crude but life-saving improvised breathing masks. In this moment of desperation, the battlefield witnessed a surreal scene. Men, drenched in fear, blood, and urine, fighting not only against an enemy, but against the very air they breathed as their flesh slowly melted away. These soldiers coughed up horrifying remnants of their own bodies, their gasps echoing through the air. To the German soldiers, what awaited them upon their advancement was beyond the realm of nightmares. Instead of a lifeless wasteland, they encountered something far more terrifying. Men, their bodies ravaged by chemical burns, foaming at the mouth and spitting out chunks of their own lungs. It was a ghastly spectacle, one that painted the soldiers as ghoulish apparitions the living dead, clawing their way back from the brink of annihilation. In that moment, the battlefield seemed like a scene from a macabre tale, where the boundaries between life and death blurred and humanity faced the very horrors it had unleashed upon itself. It was there, amongst the terrors of dying men, laying on the ground that a handful of allied soldiers made a stand. The valiant men of the 8th and 13th companies had their orders to hold the line at all costs. Even with defeat and death breathing down their neck, they knew what they had to do. Break the German line, reclaim the lost ground, and recapture the trenches. The Russian soldiers took all their strength to get to their feet, and they took to the battlefield once again, half-blinded with skin melting from their face, and some even on the brink of death. They made their way towards the Germans with their bayonets, leading their way through the thick, toxic fumes. United... By a common thread of survival, these brave souls banded together, forming a fragile resistance in the face of overwhelming odds. Yet, even in their unity, their numbers were only a few. According to some accounts, a mere sixty men battered weary, 
stood defiant amidst the ruins. A tiny cohort against the formidable tide of 7,000 infantry German soldiers advancing upon them. These brave souls stood as a testament to the resilience of the human spirit. With every ragged breath, they defied the inevitable fate of their own death. As the Germans waded through the dead men on the battlefield and they closed in on the target, they were confronted with the gruesome sight of the surviving soldiers. Their bodies bearing the ghastly marks of gas appeared otherworldly, almost supernatural as if they were from beyond the grave. Fear gripped the hearts of the German soldiers and in sudden panic they turned and they fled. Their retreat was so hasty that they abandoned their own weaponry including the very machine gun that they wielded against their foes. In their desperate flight, they stumbled into their own wire traps, adding to their own misfortune. The Russians, now fueled by a newfound determination, seized the moment. Their shots rang out, finding their mark amidst the chaos against all conceivable odds. They reclaimed their land, repelling the Germans into a stunning reversal of fate. In that moment, the battlefield witnessed a transformation. What had seemed like a hopeless last stand by a handful of men became a testament of extraordinary power of courage that turned the tide of the battle and redefined the very meaning of victory. The entire 226th Regiment Infantry, Zemlansky, etched a saga of defiance. But one name emerged from the fray, shining amidst the darkness. Sub-Lieutenant Vladimir Kotlinsky. Though not a high-ranking official, Vladimir embodied extraordinary valor when faced with the overwhelming odds. In the bleak moments when hope seemed but a flickering candle. It was he who rallied the remnants of the troops. His voice rang out with determination as he outlined their plan. However, in the heat of the battle, Vladimir Kolinsky wounded, but undeterred, would pass away, leaving behind a legacy of bravery that would echo through the ages. Though these men were victorious in the end, Every single soldier exposed to that lethal gas met their end as a result. The gas claimed not only foot soldiers, but seven high-ranking officers and around 200 additional souls. The evacuation order reverberated through the air and those spared from the deadly fumes fell back, leaving behind a haunting battlefield. The Osevich Fortress stood as a symbol of strategic importance during the tumultuous days of World War I. Surrounded by the vast swampland, it served as an unavoidable choke point, forcing any traveler to brave its defenses. The fortress not only guarded a crucial railway and a main road, but also held the key to the flowing of essential supplies, the lifeblood of any army in the form of arsenals and medical provisions. 
Despite enduring years of gunfire and airstrike, the fortress remained unyielding. The Germans, recognizing its significance, coveted the fortress under Russian protection. The first attempt in 1914 was met with fierce resistance, but in 1915 they returned better prepared and more determined. July saw the commencement of a prolonged siege, a relentless assault that stretched for weeks and in its entirety lasted a staggering 190 days. The strain on the Russian soldiers and the Polish volunteer was immeasurable as they fought tirelessly to defend their stronghold. When the battle reached its bloody conclusion, tales of the Russians' extraordinary bravery echoed across the globe. Newspapers carried the story far and wide, transforming it into a source of inspiration for troops on both sides of the conflict. Attack of the dead men became a phrase familiar even to children. In the years that followed, the legend of Osovich found its voice in countless songs, films, and written adaptations. One poignant Russian song titled Russians Won't Surrender captured the essence of the soldier's defiance. Its lyrics echoed with the event that unfolded as such. But tens of soldiers hadn't reconciled to fate. Burned to the bones, they rushed to the battle. An enemy has flown. The fear drove away the last. Who have never seen the attack of the dead men. <laughs>